This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. Let us know what you're doing. Up in Adam, myself. Peyton Russell and Ryan live in studio. We got Bobby and Choppy doing the show from their homes. Thank you for turning it on, leaving it on. As yesterday at around 11 a.m., the news broke that the L.A. Chargers were hiring Kellen Moore. And, RJ, you said uh, it may not be a Rex Ryan situation. Well, was it Rob Ryan? It was a Rob Ryan situation. Yeah, it was Rob. Remember Rob Ryan when he got uh, let go from here? He said, I'll, I'll have a job in five minutes. Uh, well, it wasn't five minutes. He had a job eventually, but it wasn't five minutes. I don't think Kellen Moore was unemployed for 18 hours. <laughs> like, this was this was pretty remarkable that he was hired this fast and with multiple people asking for him. And he went right to the one spot. If I was an offensive guy, that I would go and hang my hat. You know, whether or not Justin Herbert has has um, uh, you know, exceeded or met expectations or whatever, like he's got talent. Like this guy's got all-world talent, and he, he absolutely does. So this is it's a great landing spot. I mean, you, you talk about landing on your feet. You land on your feet. I mean, they got no expectations out. They have no fan base. Uh, there's no pressure. Uh, and you've got a great quarterback. Or or somebody with great quarterback talent, yeah, that that that's the way to go. So Kellen Moore just upgraded to the Chargers of the excuse me, the Cowboys of the AFC, as one Tolo <laughs> put it, which they are. They are. Oh yeah, they are. they they are. I mean, they 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 find ways to lose in the most preposterous of fashions, just kind of like we do. Uh, we do it in the last play of the game. They just do it over the last two quarters of the game. <laughs> uh, that that's kind of how this works, but. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Herbert's a better, you know, he's got more talent than Dak. I don't know, he's not, he hasn't like shown he's better throughout the course of his career, but the talent is certainly an upgrade. Bobby, is this a little seller's remorse? To me, this is like in fantasy when you drop a player and then bam, he gets picked up immediately and you're like, did I just, why did, why did they get picked up so fast? Did I just, did I just make a mistake? Did, did I have a brain fart here when the person I thought was not good enough for my team? Get snatched up quickly? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, typically if you if you let somebody go and then they can't get a job, you're just looking at it like, huh, see, I was right. When when this happens that fast, it does make you go, oh, crap. Okay, so does the, the rest of the league view him really highly? I mean, I think everybody uh, around the league, everybody on, on social media especially, like loves Brandon Staley and thinks he's like the next genius. And so if that's your case, does it make you pause and go, why does Brandon Staley like immediately want this guy on his coaching staff? Why, why are they like, this is the guy to handle Justin Herbert? He wasn't the guy for Dak, but he's the guy to handle Justin Herbert. And so, yeah, I, I think it gives I you a little know bit of people are, I don't know if people are feeling that way about Brandon Staley anymore. I think people love Staley still. There's, there's an increased amount of critics 
but I think there are plenty of people who still think he's yeah. great. He's um, he's probably the smartest coach in the league. In what sense? He's like, the like, only one smarter, that has just embraced like... analytics. Makes him <laughs> the smartest. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but, I mean, I think the thing that you look at here is, yeah, that, that makes you feel a little bad. I think Cowboys fans need to remember this, though, is regardless of, of some people who I saw the term uh, Ross Tucker, I know used the word fired yesterday, uh, you know, with, with the Cowboys firing Kellen Moore. And, you know, I, I've seen some discussion about, yeah, mutual, sure. 100% certainty I can tell you this was mutual. Kellen Moore was ready to go. And it, it makes sense. Like, I mean, if, if you're talking about, you know, the, the approach and, and ever, all the work that he's done. We mentioned this yesterday. Look at all the work that he did, uh, you know, to have this as a, a top offense, three out of the four years. And, and really, you know, as, as I saw somebody on Twitter say yesterday, it, the fact that they finished 14th in yards and like 16th in points in 2020, running out several games of Dalton, Danucci and Garrett Gilbert, uh, I, I think is stunning that they even finished middle of the pack in offense that year. And so, uh, you know, he, he had a very good resume, and it's probably a lot to just say, why am I going to shoulder all of this public blame? What, what am I doing this for? Right. Like, like I, I don't need all this. Right. I'm trying to think of my top three or five most disrespected people in the history of the Metroplex that we've covered. Like, who did a job as well as Ooh. him, and we were like, Screw you. Get out of here. I'm trying to think who would be on that list and who would be higher than Kellen Moore. I know number one. Um, Go ahead, Choppy. I know number one, Tony Romo. That's that's the one that came to my mind. Oh. Um, that, like, I mean, look, I, like, I, I do the troll bit, but uh, I, I mean, Romo, Romo got way too much heat during his time here in Dallas. Just like I think Dak gets too much heat now. Um, you know, so that was, that's one that stands out to me. Um, but didn't Romo get better at the end? You know, wasn't he more appreciated towards the end? I had more respect for him at the very end. He he was, he was thought of as a choker early on in his career. Like, you know, there was that choker label. He was thought of as that, but I mean, at the end, yeah, it was like, I think after the eight and eight seasons, people started feeling sorry for him, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember somebody had the, uh, the line years ago that they said Tony Romo, and I can't remember which analyst this was, but they said Tony Romo is my litmus test for am I talking to somebody who actually understands football or are they an idiot? And if they if they are saying, you know, Romo's a choker and you, you can't win with Romo, like I go, okay, then you you don't know what you're talking about. And, and if you properly analyze Romo, I go, okay, if you can get Romo right, I trust you can get other stuff right about the NFL. But, yeah, I think that – there was probably a period of time where Michael Young was was pretty, uh, you know, especially during the World Series run. A lot of people were trying to run off Michael. Yes, you guys both can cock your heads. But I'm saying there was a point. You remember the hashtag was Padmy, P-A-D-M-Y, was what they used on Twitter consistently because they said pasta diving Michael Young. That's what they would say about his defense. <laughs> well, maybe and that so was at the he was- very end. He was always a beloved figure while I've been here. Mm, I think that there was a lot of bitterness starting around 09 with the fan base with him. And he played really well during that time. 09 is when Elvis Andrews came in. That's when he first requested the trade. And that's when things started to go sideways with some fans. Okay. 877-881-1053. I want to see some names on the truckwreck.com text line. Not whether you think Kellen is disrespected, but just who else in the last 10, 15, 20 years 
have we have we disrespected? We've had we've had right the black sheep, the whipping boys, the doormats, but who like really put up numbers or did well? Yeah, we got uh four six nine. Uh, we got Byron Jones, Anthony Spencer's a good answer. Uh, mm. you know you know who's the most district? I I it just dawned on me, Greg Ellis. Greg Ellis was never able to outrun the Randy Moss thing, and he was a really good player for them for a decade. And right. and and nobody ever let him go. There, there's another. Greg Ellis was. You're right. Doug Free was definitely disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Doug was a yeah. good player. He was a good player, and he was completely disrespected uh, his entire time here, and, and only because I mean he was also on a really good line. Like that was. Yeah. And he, and he he you know, he followed up. Uh, I should say followed up some some good players in that line. Uh, I think he followed up Colombo. Uh, at right tackle, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, you oh, know, so and we upgraded. A good player. Yeah, we upgraded then. Uh, <laughs> Todd Archer, Cowboys insider, was on with the G-Bag Nation, and they asked Todd, I know you're listening, Mark, was Kellen Moore fired, or was this actually a parting of ways, like Bobby Belt said? It's easy to say, like, oh, yeah, it's mutual. The fact that he landed a job so quickly, to me, indicates it was mutual, that he was ready to go. They were okay with him. The Chargers, the way I understand it, asked for permission to talk to him last week when there was first wind that, that he might not be back or, or, or things might not be stable here. So they put in a request to talk to him. The fact that he got this job announced within, was it 12 hours? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, tells you to me that this was mutual. He was ready for a fresh start, a new challenge, and, and the Cowboys were ready to, to start off in a new direction from Kellen Moore. To me, again – from the Cowboys and brought us, you've talked about this before. I know with, with the guys there and, and to me in conversations, when you're the owner, when you're the coach, you already have five names in your desk drawer of who you want to be the next guy. Yep. You got to hope Mike McCarthy already had those names going. That brought up another issue for some of the Tolos. Like how did this get done so fast? We want, we want some NBA tampering charges. We want some investigation here with tampering because Kellen obviously had this lined up. Whatever. I don't, I mean, who cares, right? Yeah, well, and I mean, if you're given approval, if you're given the thumbs up, if you're told, like, I mean, they asked permission, they got it. They, they went through the proper channels. It is just interesting to see how quickly, like, even once chatter got around the league that, hey, he may be open, charge was like, let's let's request permission. Let, let's let's get him here. They they clearly had a, a an eye on, on Kellen Moore. And then they, they, you know, there are a lot of people around the league. I know we saw chatter yesterday from Ian Rappaport that the Buccaneers would have been interested. Um, and, and so he's somebody who there is a little bit of like, be careful what you wish for grass isn't always greener on the other side. I, I do think something needed to change in the equation. So I, I don't hate the move. Yeah. Um, but you may come out of this going, that wasn't the problem. So Todd Archer was then asked the follow-up. Do you believe that Mike McCarthy, Nick Eatman yesterday was very hesitant in believing that McCarthy will actually call the plays. Does Todd Archer believe it? Uh, I'm not because I've not been told that. I was told that to be determined at this point. Could it happen? Sure, it it, it could happen. Uh, Maybe it will happen, but I haven't been told that just yet. But clearly I think we'll have more say into the offense than he's had in his first three years with the team. And I'm more curious about what's this offense going to look like. And I know you guys have talked about it before. Is it going to be what Mike ran in Green Bay? Is it going to be what the Cowboys have done here for years? 
under Kellen Moore and Scott Linhan and all these guys, or a combination of the two, it, there, there's a lot of things that, that they'll, they'll have to solve here this offseason. Why are you smirking? Source off. We got a source off. <laughs> David Moore, Todd Archer, Nick Eatman. We got a source off. Can we everybody. get a da- can we get a dance for that on the fan cam? Like a Zoolander, a source off between Archer and David Moore. <laughs> which which the- I, I got to say, I, I trust both those guys a great and Nick Eatman too. I like. I mean, when they hear things, uh, that that makes me feel really confident about a new story. So when they both are hearing different things, that makes me, uh, <laughs> Sean, gosh, stop. Uh, I'm reporting with my, I'm dancing with my pen. This is my <laughs> Zoolander <laughs> shorthand like Mickey writes with. <laughs> when, when they, when they have that, when, when you've got guys like Nick and Todd and David Moore that all hear different things to me, that says there's genuine conflict or, or disagreement or whatever else. So it does at least say to me, nothing's set in stone. I think the big story here, this is literally the most anybody's ever heard Archer talk in a a (laughs) set. Nobody has ever heard him put more than four words together. There's never been punctuation, never been commas uh, in his speech. No one's ever heard this from Archer. Uh yeah, he's a Mr. ESPN TV star. I know, right? But even even on his even on his live shots, it's like three words. Yeah. Yeah, back to you. Back to you in the studio. Back to you. Uh, so now Kellamore is going to take over an offense. And look, RJ, this is setting up for us to look dumb and Kellamore to look smart because just to simplify it down, as you would say, you're going to the better quarterback talent. So all of a sudden, right, the Chargers, that another horrific ending to their season, an embarrassing ending to their season. So now the bar's low. Kellamore's going there. You get a better quarterback. You get more quarterback talent. And that will be the easy setup for Dallas made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, it is going to be the easy setup, uh, you know, and, and there's no way to like, you know, ever say, oh, you know, they would have done this with this with this uh, you know, coach. They would have done that with that quarterback. I mean, you can always kind of play that game. But this is the easy one. Like if they go out there and, you know, Justin Herbert has his best year, uh, you know, you know, the fewest interceptions or whatever, or as high as QB, whatever it is, whatever, pick whatever stat you want. You know, people are going to point to it and they're going to and they're going to latch on to it. And that's just that's just the nature of it. It's going to happen. It happens no matter where you go, no matter what. We, we were all looking at what Jason Garrett was going to do with the Giants. You know, when he went there, we were all looking at, oh, it's OK. Let's see if, we, if, we, if he goes there and Daniel Jones all of a sudden becomes this wizard. Yeah. You know, how dumb are we going to look? Um, you know, but th- obviously that didn't happen. Um, but you know, who knows with, I, I think the likelihood is that Justin Herbert, no matter who the coach is, is going to be a talented player either way. His talent ain't going anywhere. 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com text line. So we go from Kellen Moore basically being, well, not traded, but the Chargers pick up uh, Kellen Moore as their acquisition. Are the Mavericks going to make any acquisitions? There's a report yesterday that Mark Cuban and the, don't laugh. I know we always I know we always instantly laugh. The Mavs are willing to go all in. Tim McMahon, Mavs insider on the possibilities with Bobby Giggling on the fan cam next with Sean and RJ.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Alec Burks, a shot. Behind 53 from Luca, Mavs 111, Pistons 105, Mavs are 27 and 25. They survived last night on Bally after Luca returns, drops 24 in the first quarter, 53 for the game. And you heard follow up with the update on the Mavs record. This is his NBA leading fourth 50 point game of the season. He's dropped 50 or more four times already this year. 17 of 24 from the floor. 5 of 11 from three. And 14 of 18 from three. Wait, let's see. 5 of 11 from three-point range. 14 of 18 from three-point range in his return after missing one game with the ankle injury. That doesn't make sense. Free throw. Free throw line, I think, is what they meant. Yeah, they meant free throw line. You're absolutely right. So there's Luka becoming only the fourth player in the last 50 years to score four 50-point mm. games before February, joining Mike, Kobe, and James Harden. Mavs had to rally from down 11 in the third for the W, but another magical performance at the AAC, Choppy. Yeah, and, and you know, two of those players you mentioned were like are, are, are really, really good, and the other one's James Harden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that, that's good company. That's good company if you can find a way to be in it. Uh, he, he continues to impress. He just does. He continues to amaze every single time he plays. And that's why when, when he's out there, when he's not out there, you just can't watch this team. But when he is out there, you really can't miss it. You know, you don't. at least you don't want to miss it. You obviously could miss any baseball or basketball game in the regular beat. You don't want to because uh, he, he is that special. And to have that many 50-point games, and here we are, we're, like, we're barely halfway through the season, is just remarkable. And now the report from Callie Kaplan of the Dallas Morning News. The Mavericks are open to trading. (laughs) It's hard not to laugh. It, it, It really is. The Mavericks are open to trading. Just about anyone not named Luka on their roster in hopes of landing a superstar caliber player. Well, thank God. I mean, thank God that they're open to trading anyone on the roster, not named Luca, in order to bring in some more help. 
That's that's brave. This is a brave organization. Um, you know, that's what I, I, I when I think of Mark Cuban, that's what I think of just bravery. Um, you know, it's it, everybody should be on the chopping block. Who like if you're not gonna you know re-sign Christian Wood long term, if you're not gonna you know actually take advantage of of his skill set and what he brings to the table, then all right, yeah. Then if he's not somebody you're gonna play, then everybody but Luca should be up for discussion. And, and I know we like Dinwiddie and the way he, he plays, um, but, you know, if if any deal comes along that makes sense for you either in terms of clearing up money, um, clearing up some of these longer-term contracts, uh, you know, bringing talent in here, bringing draft capital in here, whatever it is, yeah, everybody but the name Luca should be on the table. That, that's just an easy answer right there. 0-6 oh, without him in the lineup. No one else on the team averages more than 20 points. And you know the name? That we're throwing up and offering out there, you know, our biggest selling piece, Dorian Dota. Finney Smith. Dorian Finney Smith. Are you kidding me? Tim McMahon yesterday, or no, this was on his own podcast, right, Peyton? I think it was with Zach Lowe. I think so. I think it was on the Lowe podcast. This was on the Lowe podcast. Thanks to Ruben Portillo. I checked my home Comrex unit, my technology at home in case I got snowed in. Uh, we got Choppy and Bobby doing the shows from their homes with the weather. And I call the studio to check the equipment and Ruben's answering. And I'm like, okay, we good to go. We good to go. He goes, I'm sending Mavs. Don't forget Mavs. This guy's taking over from Basic as the Mavs insider inside the station. He went and got the audio of Tim McMahon talking about the Mavericks' biggest trade piece, biggest trade chip, and some scenarios. They're not trading Dorian Finney-Smith by himself. If, if Dorian Finney-Smith gets traded, it's going to be Dorian Finney-Smith plus multiple picks. And it will be, they're not giving up Dorian Finney-Smith unless it is for the bona fide, this dude can be the co-star that Luka needs to compete for a championship. I doubt heavily that happens before this deadline, in part because they're handcuffed on picks. All right, so it wouldn't be Dorian straight up. We'd have to throw in some other garbage. Oh, you mean Dorian Finney-Smith straight up for a l- legit number two isn't going to happen? <laughs> uh, is, is, I mean, is, are we are we? No, trading no, no, child, Dor- no, Dorian, Dorian, and uh, and maybe Hardaway or Dorian and maybe maybe Dwight Powell. That'll oh, get it done. Yes, excuse yeah. me, I forgot about throwing those guys. Yes, absolutely. Dorian and Tim Hardaway are not going to bring you back. Like Anthony Edwards, is that what you're telling me? Like they're not going to bring you back a legitimate. Uh, another superstar in the NBA. What was I thinking? <laughs> thinking that that could actually happen. I mean, we were so close, so close, Sean, to getting Carmelo for Roddy B. This close, we were so close to having that happen. And it's just to think, if this front office was just a little bit more creative, they could find a way to flip Dorian Finney-Smith for Bradley Beal. If they were just a little <laughs> bit more creative, they could figure that out. <laughs> And now what about Christian Wood? What's his market value? What's his market value this summer and trade value, Tim? I don't know that he's going to get more money on the market this summer. I talked to a lot of teams. I've yet to find one that's really eager to sign up for the Christian Wood experience. Um, you know, Maybe you've heard something I haven't. I, I think if we're looking at Mavericks rotation players most likely to be traded before the deadline, it is Christian Wood. Having said that, I think that finding value for him is going to be challenging. 
Uh, you know, I, I was talking to an executive with another team and wow. kind of saying, what do you think the market is? And he says, I think they can get basically what they gave up for them. I think they can get back. Ugh. And he's, he said, basically, I think they could probably get like a late first round pick if they're willing to take salary into next season. So, Bobby, I think this is a case of us. There seems to be a Christian Wood stain throughout the league. Um, I, I even know some people in the organization, uh, and, and we well, get a lot of sources from um, from someone on G-Bag who there's always a, eh, you know what I mean? They're not just outright thrilled with him. There's always a hesitation of, yeah, but defense. Yeah, but is he a professional? Yeah, but. And it feels like we're kind of stuck here with either having to overpay him because we're so desperate for talent or trading him. For what you gave up to get him, the one thing we can all agree on in DFW, when they traded for Christian Wood, we laughed at the Rockets. We're like, really? That's all you, That's all we had to give up? We ripped you off. We held you up and ripped you off right there at basketball gunpoint. But it doesn't sound like, Bobby, Christian Wood's first half with the Mavericks has changed many people's minds. No, and I, I mean, it's obviously we we've talked about this before. It's got to be things in the equation that we're not seeing. There's some like you know jagged, messed up piece to this puzzle that like we don't have. That if we put it, go oh, there's the whole picture. This is why everybody's you know soured on him. I mean, what he's the the way I look at it, he must be David Irving, essentially, like like in Ooh. terms of work ethic and and things like that, where it's like. You're, you're an immensely talented player, but you're not a pro. Yeah. And and so that must be their problem. And I'm not saying that's the case. Is just, But, I mean, that, that, that's that got to be their perspective, at least, on him. Because Jason Kidd has has just fought tooth and nail to, like, make sure he doesn't get on the court. And the only way he got on the court was when, you know, they were down, like, four players, and they had to. But there's, there's you know, I, I'm just surprised. Because you look at, look at the NFL. Like, people will buy in on talent regardless of of the red flags, whereas, like, you've got an issue here where, you know, talent only gets you so far. Like, like with, you know, Christian Wood or uh, Dennis Schroeder's another one like that, where, where people think he's really talented, but he's got way too many red flags, and so he's never gotten what he, you know, the, the type of deal or the, the type of investment that maybe people expected. And so... I, I guess Christian was just one of those guys. But the thing is, is, what did you expect? Did you not know this about him? If this is his reputation around the league, why did you trade for him? Well, they, why did you think you could fix it? Well, they didn't give up anything. And this is the situation but, that we're in. Some people can go and buy things at wholesale, I mean, at, at full cost, and, and the rest of us have to buy and wait for the expiration date on the stake. We got we to gotta go into the store, and we got to hope there's a clearance sale. And... That's how the Mavericks have to shop. If we're going to add someone here for this deadline, we got to start looking at at other teams' problems. We got to start looking at other teams' overpaid contracts. We got to start looking at other teams' misfits, other teams' players who are not happy with their role. That's the way we have to shop. We have to go to the store and we have to get the meat on 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 the day before the expiration date. That's the way it is for the Mavs. Yeah, you know, in a, in a salary cap world. You know that's that it's it's good to do that because you you do you do hit on those guys sometimes sometimes you find diamonds in the rough the problem is that you you just can't go shopping there for your number two yeah that's where you shop for your three yep uh, or, or 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 worse you know really that's that's where you shop for your three um, and and that's just the reality of it 
the 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 concept of going and finding somebody else's problem and saying I could fix that guy that is that will never die in sports doesn't matter if it's if it's a cap league or an uncap league every single general manager is and should be looking for somebody else's problem I want somebody else I I'll fix somebody else's problem because you're gonna you fu- want the problem yeah but not as your number two you want it on your you want it to fill out your roster because you want the depth and you're like okay you know, maybe we get some, he's talented let's like this is a Bill Belichick thing right give me a first round draft pick that that hasn't ever hit his peak ever reaches potential is a little bit of a problem just give them to me I'll worry about the rest later just give me the talent because you can't you can't fix talent do you know what the Mavericks record is when Christian Wood plays between 30 and 35 minutes no, I hope it's really, really a lot over 500. 0 oh, and 9. Now, here's the thing. There's a little bit of a chicken and the egg theory there because is Christian Wood only getting into games when they're getting, like, dog walked? And kids, like, will empty the bench, put him in that. Like, there, I know there have been instances of him hitting the 30-minute mark when they didn't, like, you know, they, they were getting killed and they were just resting guys. Or... You know, they're down a bunch of players. They're injured, so he's getting minutes. And so there's a little bit of the chicken and the egg question there, but, man, 30 to 35 minutes if he plays that. Oh, and 9. 27 and, what, uh, 16 Ugh. in every other game for the Mavericks? Oh, like another team's problem would be Zach Levine, right? Super talent in Chicago. What's going on there? Tim McMahon on the Zach Lowe podcast talking about him as a possible Mavs fit. Well, and, and Levine is a guy that we've talked about here before. I do know that there are, are people who have some juice within the Mavericks organization who are Zach Levine fans, but there's all like, you know, that wouldn't be one that they're doing backflips about because there would be concern about the durability. There would be concern about the defense, especially if you're giving up Dorian Finney-Smith in that deal and 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 perhaps Josh Green. So like you're giving up, two of your four guys who actually can guard uh, for somebody who doesn't, that would be concerning. And like I said, the durability, the defense, the dollars, like it's a big, big contract at a certain point though, the Mavericks might not be able to trade for the perfect co-star. You just have to get a co-star and it's a tough position. It's a really uh, a a tough position, but Zach Levine is definitely at at a certain point, you have to pounce on what might be available and, you know, we'll see what else, you know, who else might be available. If, if, if he's the best on the marketplace, the Mavericks might eventually have to make your play there. So there it is from Tim Mack, uh, Mavs insider last night, asking Luca about getting into it with the Detroit Pistons assistant coach. And Luca gave like a, he gave like a demented smile. Like, yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I really like the trash talk back and forth. I ain't scared is what he said in the post. We can talk. I like it. I ain't scared. And Luca's all over TV this morning. Like I got two different feeds on, and it is nothing but Mavericks blue nonstop as he has another 50-point game in his first five years. He's tied with LeBron at five. Michael had 17. Oh, that's high. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot. That's quite a bit. 17 50-point games in his first five seasons. Is an airplane the absolute worst place to ever break up? 
Next, on Sean and RJ, we got a Brooks and Dunn ticket giveaway for being a Tolo right here on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Headlines coming up at 7 o'clock. We're live as always here on a... Weather Tuesday? What are we calling this? Tuesday. Tuesday. Sean Shreve in studio along with Peyton and Ryan. Uh, RJ Choppy and Bobby Belt at home. Some of the Tolos are asking uh, what your food situation is. Have you gone to the store? Are the shelves clean? How many you know, non-perishable food items do you have just in case we have an Antonio Brown situation? RJ, uh, delivery options, food what, what are you doing? I, I've got I don't alcohol. Think, yeah, I don't think I have any delivery options. Uh, maybe, maybe a few. There's not there's not a whole lot out here. Um, but I've got some fish and I've got some uh, some chicken, like uh, like those uh, you know, basically chicken nuggets. Basically, that's what I've got. Uh, that's enough. I think I can get through. Um, it's gonna be tough though. It's gonna be like I'm, I'm rationing because my my issue is I'm out of like everything else. Like I have meat. But I'm out of drinks. I'm out like you know, Powerade stuff. I like, drink a lot of Powerade. I'm out of, I'm out of butter. I'm out of cheese. I'm out of every, I'm out of everything I would use that, to go with it. Uh, Sarah's here, so she can maybe figure something out. I can't. I'm a moron. Uh, I, I did. I do have a bag of chips. Okay, so I get by with a bag of chips. Hmm. That'll give me some sustenance, I think. But that's empty calories. Uh, but I, but we, I, I think we can do it. But that's only with the meat. We don't have any sides really. And alcohol, I know you have. Yeah, but you know we don't have any shooters right now. Okay, we got alcohol to sip. But we don't have anything to shoot. We've been liking to shoot things a lot lately. What are you in high school? You don't need a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Peyton from the top row. I mean, shooters. What are you? Why are you taking shots at home? Well, it's just easier than just having a whole drink. It's quicker. Yeah, you know, you to sip on something nice that you're drinking. Like, what are you shooting? What, what 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 bottle cost are we talking about here? You're not supposed to. Oh, cheap. We, oh, we shoot cheap. Yeah, oh, we okay. shoot cheap. Okay, we shoot dr- cheap. We sip expensive. Okay, so we we have no problem spending fifty to hundred dollars on a bottle of bourbon, but when we're gonna shoot it, it's eighteen bucks out the door. Man, Bobby, uh, this was a wonderful time uh, for me to start soda. Because everything there is non-perishable, yeah. and so like like I like dead serious. It's been uh, that that has uh, been a comfort to know that I've already got all the food off to the side, and so there's nothing to worry about there. Um, and the kids, yeah. Wife went out Sunday and bought a ton of water, 
like bought four cases of it in case we got uh iced in or there were uh you know water issues or whatever else so she went and got a bunch of food on sunday and stuff as as soon as danny brunoff's email came through so she's a panicker she's a she's a storm panicker over this type of stuff not a storm panicker we run through so much freaking bottled water in this house and so she like needs to make sure she wants to make sure like we have enough you know, we, we'll go through. Why don't you a get a Brita? Are Brita's still a thing? <laughs> I'm f- I'm fine with the filter. We get the pitcher filters, like you fill them up and you just put them in. I, I'm fine with that. Uh, my daughters are fine with that. We got one of those at the beginning of COVID uh, when we thought, like, oh, like, are we going to be able to go get a bunch of water? And so that worked out well. Um, but then, like, the filter ran out, and I'm lazy, and I've never gone back to fill it again, and she doesn't like it, so she's not going to fill it. And, of course, I'm the most jealous of Peyton, who's living that hotel life. I love staying in hotels. Are you just picking? I don't care what it is. Is it, it, it is free AC? It's mm-hmm. a bed. It's no one it's around, and it's a TV that works. Mm-hmm. You're no good. No Bally go. though. That was disappointing. I had every channel but Bally last night. Oh, you're ninety five percent of the Metroplex then. Whatever US cellular cellular stream they had to go in on the TV. So are you just picking up? Meals, delivery, and, and, and I went to Jack in the Box because it's like, you know, 10 feet away. So I went there. I grabbed some stuff from like some sandwich stuff. I can do sandwiches all day for like lunch and all that. So cheese, meat, mayo, that's all I need. Okay. So look at you roughing it mm-hmm. from Rockwall and alcohol. <laughs> no, no alcohol, just water. We're, we're going to be good for these two days. These two days. But then on my day off, then that's when, you know, I, I go to RJ's to get some shooters. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. Did you meet up with RJ when you were partying at Fort Worth this weekend? No, RJ said he w- he had plans. I think. Well, you had the kids, RJ. Is that what? Yeah. Ah, so, I have so the, the kids. When I have the kids, I'm not down. In, I'm not down in uh, Fort Worth. I'm, I'm I'm up in Roanoke when I've got the boys. When I don't have the boys, I'm usually down off uh, 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 at Sarah's place in Fort Worth. But yeah, I was up here this weekend. Yeah. And did you rage? Uh, yeah, day drinking turned into night drinking and stuff. Um, we just Ooh. bar hopped it again. You know, so what? It's two times in two weeks I've been out there. Which from Rockwell, it's a long ways. You know, I'm halfway to California, basically. Yeah, how long is that drive for you? Um, it's a, it's about an hour. And you're sleeping out there. Yes, yeah, because that, that, that's a deal I run with the, with my friends out there. It's like if I come that's out a there. deal I run. If oh, I come out is. there, someone's got to let is. me crash because I'm not driving all the way back. So they're, and, they're open to it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And you had no Molly Temptations this weekend again? To go oh, back to the strip club? Oh, there were temptations. Some one guy even brought it up, said, "Hey, let's go back." You know, just just me, you, and, and you know someone else and stuff. Let's go back. And um, I was like, you know, financially, I really don't want to go down that hole. You got to, you got to <laughs> give me a couple more paychecks, man. Man, I know you got to go back. I, if you would have, if you would have texted us, you're talking said, about hey, a four, gotta, you're, you're four, you're you're 43 year old shooting cheap liquor. <laughs> what do you get on him about for his budget? Look how you're saving. You're taking shots. Well, I need home. to put my Venmo out there or something, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Peyton, is that we like that's show content. If you if you would have texted me and said, guys, uh, I I need a little donation. I want to go see Molly. I would have happily Venmoed you. And then you could have you you would have had resources to go visit Molly. No, don't don't trust him for anything. He talks a lot. So my friends brought this up because they all know about the strip club story and all that. And they were like, would would, would you not knowing the company Odyssey? There's like, would your company fund you like 500 to go there? You know, like every weekend just for like a strip club review thing. (laughs) And I I just kind of smiled and I was like, you know, (laughs) I was like, I don't think so. I was like 500. I don't know if they 50. I don't think so. You know, I'll tell you, though, that the the, the strip club you went to, the best thing about that is that it's it's one of the few places in Fort Worth 
where you can park for free. Those people who have Those taken over people. Fort Worth. The people who have taken over <laughs> Fort Worth. And I'm talking straight to you, Bass family. Y'all are crooks, okay? Y'all have taken Sundance Square and West 7th and turned it into a $30 park fest. Mm-hmm. That's all you've done. You can't find a free parking lot. You can't find a free piece of street parking out there. It is, you're running every business out so you and your little crony little friends can open up a purse shop on Throckmorton. That's all you're looking to do. I hate the new trend of download the app, scan it, and then pet like the whole like yep. app parking just to like yep. park your damn car yes. drove me to that's what we ran into at Billy Bob's uh, a couple weeks back when we went there was like we had to like download this app and that's almost enough. If it was not for the wife wanting to be out, that would have been enough for me to go, I'm going home. I'm not doing this. So this is one family that you calling out one family here, Chopper? They own everything. They own it all. They know it. They know who they are. They own the entire city of Fort Worth. They bought up all the property in Sundance Square, and they're just raising those rates. Can't find any validated parking anymore. You got to pay. You got like two spots that'll validate now. I mean, they're throwing, run all the good restaurants. They're running them out. It's becoming a ghost town down there. All right. Is this the worst possible place to ever break up? Choppy, set us up for what happened on this airplane. Man, I, I feel I feel bad for the other passengers on this flight. I really, really do. Um, this was a woman on a plane uh, who was broken up with. Now, she was broken up with mid-flight. So the way the story is going is that the plane had basically landed, uh, and they are the, 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 the boyfriend had already told her, we're done. This thing is through. And you see the people with the yellow jackets on, like the yellow, like, uh, highlighter jackets that are, like, you know, running around down on the uh, tarmac. Well, they're on the plane, and here they are with this girl screaming mad after just getting dumped. I should have listened to that because I don't think I would have played that. Played that. That was tough. That that's when you got to grab her arm and go. We're back together. Don't worry. We're fine. <laughs> you you got you got to get back together with her or lie about getting back together with her because this is a huge, huge, huge issue for for me of like making scenes in public. Oh, yeah. that's a like a top number one rule for me. Like, do not make a scene in public. Do not. Make a scene in front of my parents. Like we're not to argue in front of any other people. We're, do not, do not do that. And this, this would be my worst nightmare. I, uh, my, I, I agree about the making a scene in public. If that, if that were to, if something like that were to occur, first off, that guy should know her well enough. I, this couldn't have been a surprising reaction to him, right? And if he knew a reaction like that was coming. Why would you do it? Now, is he thinking that, oh, I'm going to leverage the situation by breaking up with her on a plane and she can't react this ah, way because we're on a freaking plane? Right. Yes. Like, I guess maybe that's his thought, but then you risk the, well, if she does, now you've got an Odell Beckham Jr. You're getting carried off the plane situation. That, and so Bobby, for me, 
I agree. If it's, if there's any sort of scene being made, I will literally walk away. I'll go if you if you start making a scene, I can't. We're, I'm walking away. I'm not. I'm not even going to be around. But you can't on a plane. There's nowhere to go. And I think you're exactly right. right. He knew she was going to act this way. This is this is on him too. You have to know the room and know the person that you're breaking up with. Some people are like, okay, fine, I don't need you. Others are going to have a meltdown like this. And he knew, and he did this on purpose, thinking he was protected by the other 150 passengers yeah. on a high alert situation, which is an airplane. And, oh, he was wrong. Oh, he was wrong. And where else? Where else have y'all dealt with the breakups? Out in public, obviously, behind closed doors. You know, that can get intense, but out and about. Or the, or the argument or, or the fight somewhere out publicly. Well, the fight, the fight publicly I've dealt with. I've never, I've never had a breakup in public. Um, your pre, always, your previous one. I feel like you could, you could fill the whole segment of stories. I could fill a whole segment with public fights. I yeah. could fill, a, I could fill not a segment. I could a fill show. a show. Yes, I could, I could fill a week <laughs> with the public fights, but never the breakup. We didn't break up. I don't think in public. Maybe, maybe she yelled, "I'm done. I'm done." And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, or, or, or I said it, and she was like, okay, whatever. But never an actual public breakup. That's, man, you're, you're, you've got to know the room. You've got to know the person you're dealing with. No breaking up in public. I, uh, I got, uh, Kristen smacked me at Pete's Piano Bar one huh. time. Uh, <laughs> great place. That was great place. It was. And it was like one in the morning. And so, like, you guys have been there, so you know the tables are, like, right up front, those, like, premium spots. Yeah. Somebody had left, so we all scooted up. There was a group of us, including my sister, and Kristen walked off to the bar to get another drink. We were all a little bit tipsy at this point. Uh, This girl comes back and says, my phone, oh, my gosh, I lost my phone. And I just reached down, and I picked it up, and I was like, here you go. And she goes, oh, my gosh, thank you. And she grabs me, and she kisses me. And then Kristen comes back, and... As soon as she comes back, the first words out of my sister's mouth, while Kristen is drunk, is, some girl just kissed Bobby. (sighs) And so then I got, like, the immediate smack, and then it, like, turned into, wait, hold on, hold on. Dana Belt, Dana Belt over here. Yes, (laughs) yes. So then it turned into uh, a, 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 no, you don't understand the, uh, the, the context of what just happened. Yeah. And so, at the end, I think we both ended up placing more blame on my sister for, not the line to lead with. It's not just somebody, uh, Bobby just kissed a girl. No, that's not exactly how it happened. And so uh, that that one put me in a little bit of a bad situation. But otherwise, I don't get in fights because I walk away. I will literally leave. I left Amanda at a crab legs place once when we started first started dating. <laughs> I, I literally hopped the fence, or not a fence, I hopped like the bar rail and, and had my Uber ordered and walked right out and into the car. Leaving a crab leg place. But we're out of time right now. (laughs) Way to send a message. I have so many (laughs) follow-ups. Way to send a message. Uh, Headlines. Leaving her there like Jameis Winston. Headlines (laughs) and a Brooks and Dunn ticket giveaway to hook you up for turning it on, leaving it on. We're going to get a special weather update from Dan Brunoff right after the headlines. Kellen Moore has already gotten a job. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 